Dude, let's talk about wedding party. Let's today. freaking talk about wedding parties. You know, I, we've always come up, come up. We always are approached with a lot of questions surrounding wedding parties. Mm-hmm. And it didn't ever dawn on me that we kind of just need to just talk about them. And I had one of my brides send me a message last week saying how stressed she was to pick her wedding party and was 10 people too much. And instantly, my initial thought goes to like, too much? girl, yes, 10 people's too much. You think so? Yes. You don't think so. I like big wedding parties. Chris, but that's just me. And I'm also thinking you're such a dude. Yeah, I just like I just feel like they're, they're just so much fun, especially if you get a party bus and it's a whole thing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of wedding parties that are big are Catholic weddings. Yeah, I would agree. Which with that. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but I think except that they like to party. <laughs> and yeah, that part is fun. Um, but I think of like the girls and how there's when there's more girls, there's a little less focus on the bride and more focus on the girls and like i mean that in the mm. sense of like them they're like less focused Their on stuff. let's make sure she's happy they're like do we look good do you look good do i look good let's do each other's makeup and like the bride's kind of like all by herself because everybody's like camaraderie camaraderie around them you know what i mean yeah i think the perfect number is probably six because i would say a not good number is three in the amount of three person like like bridal and then like three women three men mm-hmm. it's just it's it feels want want it feels like oh see i like three yeah, i don't know <clears throat> i don't this is so interesting no i like three because it's not like there's no drama it's like all of your favorite people it's and again i think though that i'm coming from a perspective of more of the like why You're are you coming at it from the perspective of the of like the actual I'm thinking from a photography perspective. I'm not thinking of like is this what's best for the brighter group. Yeah, like I think having a ton of people can be really fun for the party, but like my perspective is also like isn't that kind of what the reception's for? And like the day's about you. I think that I think that's where it comes from actually. And so I think to each their own, but when you have a smaller wedding party, the focus really is on the more of the marriage and like the like why I think mm, I don't mean that in the way I think that it sounds. I mean that in like the wedding. Why? Like, why are you celebrating your marriage with a wedding? And I think people with the smaller wedding parties maybe have a different why than like having like a big rager and like just wanting to party, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that being your why. Because you're I feel like, like I'm to totally you're making a connection between the type of people that have either big or little wedding parties. Uh huh. Do you want to share I don't know it? If I, wanna, I don't know if I want to because I don't know if it's going to sound super shallow. I'll just I'll just say it. I feel like more quiet, reserved people have like smaller. <gasps> Okay, this doesn't wedding sound parties? shallow. I think that that's there's press probably right, and but maybe or maybe it's this also, is like stereotypy. No, I think if you are if you do tend to be like more outgoing, you might have a ton of friends. 
or people that you're like, oh, well, I can't not have. Like, I need that know, person. Beth like, there's just, like yeah. there's so much fun. We've always had so much fun together. Like, I do. I She's love like her. She's like my pre-K friend. This is my. These are my college friends. Yeah. This is my next door neighbor. Growing up, like, whereas I feel like more quiet, reserved people. Like, they keep their circle small. They keep their but circle they're small. like their people, and and they're just. I feel like those three people that they have are like going to go above and beyond to just make the day all about them. Whereas you get everyone else into the mix. You have a bigger wedding. You have a bigger wedding party and something to be aware of if you are going to have a bigger wedding party, which I'd say like, I mean, what do you consider big? Anything bigger than six. I feel like six is normal. Like per side. Yeah. Six per side. Yeah. I would agree with that. If you're going to have a bigger wedding party, like, it's not going to go as glamorous as you think it will. There's some potential maybe things that you need to be aware of. Like you're bringing different people from different times and aspects of your life where you're, they're bringing them together to like celebrate. So there might be some personality clashing. Everybody might not meld well, might not blend well, which that's just something to be aware of. I don't think it's a bad thing. Not everyone has to get along with one another, but if you have expectations that, all of these people from different times of your life are just going to become best friends. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause that is true. And that's something that I see and experience is like sometimes when there's really big wedding parties, it's not a huge party on like the party bus because people don't know each other. Like, so that's another thing. And I think just like having a wedding, why it's like, ask yourself, why are you having a wedding party? You know? Yeah. Like just, why why are you and your reason is no less valid than the next person's and but i think that it can help guide you in your decision making for having these people be a part of your day and like here's the thing it is so much easier to ask somebody to be in your wedding than to unask somebody to be in your wedding like i don't know how many people have sent us in questions it's a, it's a quite a few yeah, that are like I wish I didn't ask this person or how do I unask a bridesmaid or what do I do? Yeah. How do I unask? Do I, do I just suck it up? And you know, then we had this like Corona thing where everybody had to postpone their weddings and maybe now they are two years out from their original day. And they're like, I really am not friends with this person anymore. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, hopefully that's that's not coming that's not going to be something that's like a huge issue anymore. Fingers crossed, hopefully. And, but like still to some degree, like maybe wait on asking that's something like, let's not ask our wedding party right away. Like if your wedding is like in 18 months or something, you know, like wait until a little closer yeah. just cause you truly just never know. Like you might grow apart from somebody or like things might happen or you might, I see this a lot, like wedding parties grow because over time, you know, they maybe stopped spending so much time with this person, but then they started spending so much time with this person who wasn't a part of their wedding party. And now they want them a part of their wedding party. Yep. You know, you didn't, did you have a wet? You didn't have a wedding party. Did I did you? not have a wedding party. So you dodged all of this. I did. I all of this stuff. did. I'm a people pleaser. So, I mean, it's kind of the same reason that I didn't want to have a wedding in the first place. Like a can you think of wedding? Just because I didn't want to have who to like you would have it like if you were going to do one. You don't have to give names, but like, do you know? Yes. Who those people would be? Yes, and how I, many of them would there be? Three. Three. Uh huh. 
mean, but I, there's a ton of people in my life and that's probably part of, part of it is that if I think of like all of my girlfriends, that's way too many people. Like for me at least. And also being older, knowing that like relationships just change as time goes on. And that's not like a good thing or a bad thing. It's just, just like they do. And so like seeing that happen in my life, in my like mid 20s, I was able to in my late 20s know that like these relationships are probably going to continue to change, which was part of why I didn't have a wedding party either. It was just because like relationships always change and I don't want to have to like, I just don't want to regret anything later. I want to spend equal amounts of time with everybody. I don't yeah. want to, I don't personally, I also, because I'm a people pleaser, don't feel comfortable like ranking my friends. Yeah. Like that's a really tough thing to do. It's like MySpace. Like top eight. <laughs> you're like here's your top eight. Yeah. Right? And then it's not just like you make the top eight. You're like, great. But it's like, who's number one? Yeah. Are you exactly. top five? Exactly. Are you top four? And then like, at least you don't want to like, be on that second row. No. Like, so did you have a wedding party? We, I, yeah, we both did. Yeah. Okay. And it's really ironic because let me go look. I can't remember who she had, but okay. I you can, don't talk you, to you can go look anyone. What? Okay. I don't talk to anyone that's in my wedding party anymore. Like regularly, like maybe let me see. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm, I'm gonna go look. And then Lara, I think Lara has one. And you know what I just realized? We didn't get a full bridal party photo. We only did separate. I think it was a time crunch thing. Let's see, albums. <clears throat> that happened to me shooting one wedding. I got one full wedding party photo because it was raining. And oh, I felt yeah, like the most even get one, awful person ever for only being able to get one. Awful. So bad. Oh, here they are. Okay. Pulling it up right now. Uh Okay, here are the guys. Uh one one friend from Houston, four friends that I made here, one friend that was my best friend that was my best man at the time. Uh we just reconnected. Like we had them over for like a barbecue like two months ago after not talking for like three years and then going through a pretty after like that three years before that three years, there was like another three year drought between that. How does that make you feel looking back at those pictures? Like, and I mean, it makes me sad because the guy that I would have chosen to be my best man, he chose me to be his best man. And I didn't even have him in my wedding party. And I really wish I would have looking back now, but then I just look like, so my uncle married us but truly he is my best man. Like yep. we played who, what, where, when, why the other day. Like, and I talked about it like on our stories, me and Lara. And she asked me who was the most influential person in your life. And hands down, like I was like, obviously you're very influential. But like, if I look at like the person is Jason, he's 100% the most influential person in my life. He's been the most consistent over 15. I mean, he's known me my whole life, but he's been a consistent influential presence in my life for the past 15 years. He'd hands down be my best man if we were to get married again. Um, but then I even think about things like, like I've gotten closer to two other guys that weren't in my life, you know, back then, like here recently, your husband. Uh, and I start to consider him a pretty good friend. Like if we were engaged and Lara and I were going to get married, I would be like, man, like 
I feel like I should have Justin be, be in the wedding party. Yeah. You know? yeah like it, it, I would definitely be something that I considered. And then I have another friend that I've recently gotten pretty close with, but it makes me sad because I look at this and I go, I'm not close to any of them anymore. Like at all. So I do have mixed feelings, but then it also does take me back to a time where I think about that season when we all were very close. Lara has one girl, I'm looking at her photos, that she still talks to that she's very close to. Well, two. The So thinking, because you have to honor the fact that it was a season of your life, right? I'm lying. Like, we did get one wedding party photo. Okay. Well, cool. That's what I did for a couple of months. I, like literally, that's still like freaking makes me feel so bad that I only got one, but rain. Um, the and we had 10 people there was 10 people five on each side so yeah we're... that's a good size so you have to honor and respect the fact that that was your season so even though you don't talk to these people anymore like it was a season of your life then but at the same time it begs the question that's so you say it makes you a little sad looking back at them and if I think of all the wedding parties that I've been in which I think that there's there's two or three of them. No, there's four. Maybe five. Okay, there's a lot. Wow. Okay. I, uh, one of them, I like never talk to her. Love her. She came to my reception. Like, like love her deeply. We just grew apart. And for me, looking back, I'm like, I wonder if it makes her sad to see that I was there. And then like, I was there for that season and I haven't really seen her since. Yeah. And then another the other one I'm still friends with her but one of the girls that was like kind of at the end here's the ranking system again like I was the maid of honor yeah and then if you think the girl at the very end of the lineup is the one that she's now closest with and it makes me feel weird as like a wedding party member that I'm like oh I kind of feel like I shouldn't have been in the spot that I was in because of given what happened like what came after like I'm very, I'm not the greatest friend. Like throw that's because I'm self-employed mostly. Like I used to be like a really great friend to people, but like now I just don't like time is not something that I have like an abundance of. Yeah. And so did I'm you just, say you keep a small circle? Very small circle. Yeah. Now, but when I was younger, I kept a much bigger circle. Um, I think that's pretty common though. Like as you get older, you you have to you have to prioritize. Like yeah, it's almost like you don't have time to foster these shallow relationships and not shallow meaning like in a bad way. It just means like you can't go deep with everyone. Mm -mm. No, you can't. And like people serve you for a season of your life, but maybe don't, they, they're not going to serve you for all the seasons of your life. And like, I think that's how you yeah, looking at good. your past wedding party. It's like they were serving you in that season of your life. But I think it was a very interesting season too. So what is your perspective on this now? Just like thinking So the about question it. that I have now is like I'm thinking how do people pick their wedding party? Like what are some good tips that we can give people? Because here's here's something that I really wish I would have done. I wish I would have had a few more So I look at Lara's side and she only has out of her five, she has three friends who were childhood friends. Like very very close that have some longevity there. One of them that had a had that had uh, a few years, and one of them that was like six months. And the one that was six months is not even anywhere in the picture anymore at all. And then the other one, like the other two, 
the or the other three that were childhood friends, she still talks to um, a couple times a year, you know? I think it's the, that's and, the beauty of childhood friends too, I think. Yes. The longevity. Yes. And so I didn't, I don't have that. I have my one friend that came up to Houston. And here's the crazy thing is like any of these guys that are standing on my side, I know if I called them and needed something, they'd be there. I know that. So there was but no falling out. Got, no, there's no falling out. I think it's just distance. Like I have, there's uh, three of them are, two of them are, are, were in this, were, are not in the state. Like they don't even live in the state anymore. And then you got one from Houston and then you got two that were ministry friends. Like we were both worked for the same church. And then you got another who was just a friend from that church. And so everyone's just in different parts of their life. But I actually know like if I needed something or was like, Hey, I'm in a really rough spot. I need to talk to someone. They would drop anything to do that. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's not that sad then. I mean, it's just, it's just, you just grow. You just become different people. I don't know that you should have expectations. Like maybe that's something that we should talk about. Like, your wedding party, can you, do you need to have these expectations that you're going to be friends forever in the sense that you hang out all the time? Cause I don't know that that's realistic. I don't either. And I think you having a wedding party and being able to look back is important, a really important perspective. Cause that's not something I have. I did always picture who would be in my wedding party and ultimately just decided not to have one. Cause I didn't want to deal with the decision making, but It's like, I, something I always recommend to people is like, really ask yourself, how long will this person be in your life? And I think you want to think forever, but so then I think there's those people who are going to be in there forever. Like they are no brainer going to be in your life forever. And that's like siblings and stuff. And then there's that whole conversation around siblings. Like, do you feel obligated to add the siblings? Anyways, I did not have any of my siblings in my wedding party, but we are not, I mean, there's a, there's a six year gap between me and my second, you know, the second in line. Whereas my, my three brothers after that, they're two years apart. So they're a lot closer. Yeah. So I can guarantee you when uh, any of them get married, they're going to have them be each other. Like, yeah. 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 So the siblings, you're right. That's a whole other topic. That's a whole other thing. But then, so what if you have one that you're close to and then not one that you're not, yeah. yeah. So it's like, who's going to be, that's something I always tell people, who's going to be in your life? Like, who do you really honestly picture being in your life? And then, you know, making the best decisions that you can, given the fact that you don't know the future. And also like, who's going to be positive around you? Like, you don't want to have somebody in there out of obligation if you're doing it solely to avoid drama and... And I mean this because like if you're doing it to avoid drama, but like this person is like, I don't know. I don't know. If it was me and I was doing it to avoid drama, I would include them to avoid the drama as long as they're not somebody that drains me or makes me feel bad or doesn't hype me up or isn't supportive. You know, like there's just those like negative toxic people. Just like don't include any of those negative toxic people. Well, and this this leads us to a really good point of like, who are the people to avoid? like adding to your wedding party because we've read some stuff like on Reddit, like even before this, we read some stuff like you have people that, you know, you hear about this time and time again. And we've even had like, you know, when we do bride interviews and they talk about, um, they, they just bring, will bring up struggles with their wedding party to where, you know, maybe you have some of the girls, some of your bridesmaids that you've asked them more than two times, you know, you're getting into the four or five range to do something. Go get your dress tried on. I need this information. I need that. And if they don't get back to you, like, 
that's got to be tough. Like, what do people do with that? Like when someone's not getting back to them on things? Yeah. I mean, to answer that question, I think that if they're not giving you an answer or a response and you feel like you're pulling teeth, like here's the reality. Nobody is going to care about your wedding the way you care about your wedding, period. Like you care about what they're wearing. They don't really care about what they're wearing. Oh, that's not true. They probably do. Until you give them an option, then they care. (laughs) Right, right. So no one's going to care about it as much as you care about it. And so if you're trying to get information out of them and they're not responding, they're not showing you that you care about whatever that is that your question is. And if you've asked them a couple times, like just make the damn decision for them. You gave them the chance. And if they get upset, it's like, look, I asked you a couple times. I have to make this decision. And like, I can't continue to just prolong this. Like if it's a hair, it's always like girls with like hair and makeup or if you're going to ask them like, hey, do you want your hair and makeup done? And they say, no, I need you to know, (laughs) you need to know the difference. And I use this in my relationship a lot, actually. Know the difference between a request and a demand. You can word something like a request, but it's actually a demand. If you're requesting something from somebody and they have only one option that is going to suffice, it's actually a demand. So if you're like, Mm. hey, are you like, do you want your hair and makeup done? And they say no. And you're like, well, you're getting it done anyways. It wasn't a request ever. So recognize that in yourself. Like, am I really requesting this of them? Or is this a demand? Seriously, I use this in my relationship. I always tell Justin, I'm like, hey, this is an actual request. Like you can have whatever answer that will like any answer will apply. And if he says something and I don't like it, I'm like, Ashley, this was not a demand. Like he's allowed to have free will and make his own decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, knowing that um, the difference between a request and a demand, that you can have a demand disguised as a request. Um, Anyways, that was like a little side note nugget that I use in my everyday life. But with wedding party, if you're requesting something of them, they're not responding. Make the decision for them. You gave them the opportunity. Yeah. And this could be anything from like, hey, I need you to go try on your dress. Well, you've given them six months to do it. Now you pick the damn dress, the dress. Like that's it. They lost their opportunity. Well, actually they didn't lose it. They gave it they up. They gave it up. Because if they really, really wanted to, they would have done it. Yeah. They absolutely. would have done it. And so just, I mean, and I know that feels bad sometimes because you're like, oh, these are my friends. These are my people. But are they they're not being good friends yeah. in this instance. And no. so I would look for qualities of people like, Hey, who has longevity? Like who can yep. I see in my life? Who is like going to be selfless? Like, and not make this about them. Uh, which I don't know that v- that's more of a thing with guys. I think that's more of a thing that comes along with the ladies. Um, uh, un- maybe even unintentionally. I feel like I've heard you mention this before to where they try to make it about them with their hair or their makeup or how it looks on them. And, you know, I know you've told the story before of like, you've had your makeup done before and hair and you didn't like it, but you didn't say anything because it's not about you. It's not your day. Nope. So I would stay away from picking people who have a track uh, record, a history of making things about them. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times they don't realize they're doing it, but even if they don't realize they're like, they're still going to do it. It's probably still going to happen. It may not be in major forms, maybe micro, but those things tend to add up and stack up. So I would look for selfless people, people who, if, if you, if you having a party that's fun is really important to you, then bring fun people. (laughs) I mean, if you want people who are like, 
going to have your back no matter what, then choose trustworthy people. I mean, it's about what you value. Yeah. Think about those. Like there's that question and like the airport question. Would they remember this one? (laughs) We was early in the podcast, but would they come and pick you up from the airport? Like if you called them and asked them to come pick you up from the airport, would they? And if the answer is yes, then there's probably, there's no red flags there. I'm not saying that like, yes, they should be part of your wedding party, but if they wouldn't, why are you including them in like the most special day if they wouldn't even just come get you from the airport? Because like yeah. they can't be inconvenienced to do that. Well, then that probably shows the rest of like how the rest of the wedding is going to go. Can they be inconvenienced yeah. enough to... Because let's be honest, being in a wedding party is an inconvenience. Yeah, it you is. You spend money. It's you very take expensive. time away. You have to show up early. You're giving up not just eight hours like we do eight hours of coverage. You're giving up a whole day. You're giving up a uh, a reception, uh, a nut, like the rehearsal dinner. Uh, so there's two days. And then you're probably giving up other days to go get... I mean, you're talking about hours and hours and hours that you're committing. To some people, it's like, oh my God, I would do that in the blink of an eye. So maybe it's even setting expectations. Like, hey, here, here's what's going to be required of you. Maybe you are having a rehearsal dinner. Maybe you're doing a this and a this and a this and letting it be known beforehand. Like, hey, I really would like you to be a part of my day, but I also want you to know it's going to... This is kind of what comes with it and you don't have to give me an answer now, but you know, think about it. I'd, I'd love for you... To kind yeah, because I think it's an honor or it's not even I think it's an honor to be asked to be a part of somebody's wedding party. It is an absolute honor. And when you're asked that question, you don't think about the time that comes along with it. And then maybe also maybe you know that someone in your wedding party, like maybe they're a parent and like they just don't have all the time luxuries that everybody else does if you have, you need to have that expectation of them that like, they're not going to be able to attend everything. Like having, they can't go to the girl's trip in Vegas, you know, exactly. It'd be away for two, three days from their family and kids, you know, like that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. Have real, if you're going to include them and like, just those are things like, don't get mad at them for doing their life, like in being the way that they are. But then at the same time, think about like other people who maybe don't have kids and, It's like, are they going to be able to give me what I'm expecting of them? So asking yourself those questions. Again, it's easier to ask somebody to be a part of a wedding party because that part's fun than it is to unask them. And you see it constantly. We're not pulling this out of thin air. People want to unask wedding party members all the time because all the time, truly like it can make the wedding planning so stressful to have like the wrong people by your side as support pillars, which is truly like, is that where a wedding party comes from? What does, where do I wedding, so. pro- where like, does that come from? This, this is good. Like the origin of a wedding party. I can already tell you're going to look it up. You can, you can look it up, you can look it up real quick, but I would like try to stay away from people. Like if you know, they just have a history of being unreliable. Like there are, stereotypes that kind of come along with being unreliable, can't hold down a job, constantly doing that, you know, just, there's just lots of different things that are that questions that you have to ask yourself. Like, are these the characteristics of that I want present and the people are going to be standing beside me, right. And standing alongside me. And if you have someone like, I would never ask anyone who to be in a wedding party if they didn't 100% support the relationship. So let's say you have a best friend that does not support your relationship. Don't ask them to be in the wedding party. Like that's just a recipe for bad news. 
I can guarantee you little gossip sessions are going to happen on the day of the wedding. Like, oh my God, I can't believe she's doing this. Like, why is she marrying him? Like, you don't want that. If you have someone that is just gossip, 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 gossip all day long, better believe they're going to be talking shit about your wedding day and some form behind your back. Like, these are just the kind of personality traits that when they exist in people, they shine through no matter what the circumstances. Yeah. And I don't, I'm just like saying this because I said that I didn't have a wedding party. So I want to make sure that people know that like you don't have to have a wedding party, obviously. And I do think that's becoming a little more common. And so it's the norm to have a wedding party. And it's also very pretty to have a wedding party. But if you don't have a wedding party, the reason that I did that was to avoid just drama. I just wanted to avoid the drama. I didn't want to rank my friends. I didn't want to ask my friends. I didn't want to regret anything later. Like, so I chose not to have a wedding party. And I just want you to know that that was not like easily received by people like at all. And so did Justin want a wedding party. No. Which was, so it, you guys uh, were like in the same, yeah, you guys were on yeah. like the same page, but everybody else, not everybody else. That's not true. It just wasn't because it's so it's it's not normal. So it wasn't necessarily received easily. I wouldn't change it because it was so it was such a breeze. Everything was a breeze. There were people that were here to support me. Um, Like when I had my reception and I still didn't have a wedding party, obviously, like my I don't know what else to call her besides like my sister. She's not really my sister, but she and like my best friend going all the way back. They were here to like support me and help me get ready for that. And like they weren't bridesmaids, but they still did it because they loved me. And they were like, I was like, hey, will you spend the morning with me getting ready? Yeah. I remember Becca helped out with photos. Yeah. Like family photos and stuff like that. So so, they still played a role and like helped you and supported you, which is truly what bridal party members should do. They're there to support you and to help you with anything that you need. Like on the day of, and then I would even say beyond the day, like in your marriage, like these should be the people that you call and you like are able to talk to and like vent to, and they're able to listen and not shit on your partner, but like actually fight for you in the sense of like, we want to support you in your relationship. Absolutely. So the history of wedding parties. So bridesmaids have all, this goes back to, back to ancient Rome. Um, but bridesmaids have always quote unquote served the bride when it comes to the history of bridesmaids. Um, one of the most well-known origin stories, actually, this is before ancient Rome, I guess, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know history that well, but, um, comes from the story of Jacob in the Bible. His two wives, Leah and Rachel were escorted to the wedding by their own servants, the bride's maids. Ah. Back in biblical times, bridesmaids were not necessarily friends or relatives. They were domestic workers who catered to the bride's every need during the wedding day. Slaves. Yes. Yes. Um, Gotcha. That's the origin there. They also protected the bride. Um, During early history of bridesmaids, maids were asked to not only attend, but to also protect the bride from evil. This is the ancient Rome part. Um, whether spirit or bandits. It was believed in ancient Rome that bad spirits would descend upon weddings. So bridesmaids wore similar outfits to the bride to confound the evildoers. In many cultures throughout history, brides presented their grooms with a dowry of money, furniture, and other riches, which made them targets for robberies. Yeah, you hear that? You need to like, you're basically the scarecrow. Like you keep the crows away. Just literally. I think that's like the modern way of it is like, you're protecting the bride from like, drama like if things need to be done i think that's like the role now is like you you know make sure that things are where they need to be so the bride doesn't have to worry about it and 
yeah. things like that. You you protect the bride. And I think that that's the current role, but that's interesting. Yeah. That so, is really interesting. I've never even heard the origin of that. That's wild that they're like, <laughs> it's a, uh. yeah, it's so weird. we get to like some crazy traditions from places like that are still around that it's like, wow, how is this still a thing? How has it lived? Yeah. So with wedding parties, there's like, I read something today where like the bridesmaids were family. So here's the thing. Bridesmaids were family members, groomsmaids, 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 groomsmaids. Um, I was almost a groomsman. You were? Yeah. The only friend that I have still from high school is uh, is my friend Cynthia. And so I think I was almost going to be a, and then it didn't work out. A groom's a groom. Wait, what is it? Mm-hmm. A bridesman. Uh, yeah, that. I guess it would have been a bridesman. Bridesman, and then a groom's. A groomsmaid would have been a woman <laughs> on standing on the guy's side. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. So, anyways, this one there there were family members. So bridesmaids were family members. Groomsmen were family members, and no one. I feel like no one then felt like an obligation to actually like do their duties and do their tasks. And now they just like feel like it's a huge nightmare, huge waste of time, bigger stressor than it was a fun thing. And they like don't respond to text messages and like they're not planning the party and like the bride and groom then feel like they have to plan their own parties. And like, you know, it, it can just be a huge nightmare. (laughs) Why did we just do that? (laughs) We just sat in silence for I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know. It was like once we started, I was like, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I kind of wanted you to go like, are we frozen? Are you frozen? I did too. No <laughs> fucking way. Literally same. Uh, I was like, maybe I can trick him into thinking I'm frozen. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyways. That was a long guest pause. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut that down a little bit. Well, that, I'll leave a little pause in yeah. there. So wedding parties. So pick your... Pick your wedding party right, man. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it and and know that it's totally fine to unask someone to be in your wedding party. It's going to suck, but you you can do it. Short-term pain for long-term gain. Yep. We're going to hear uh we're going to hear Greta talk about that who's the KC therapist and we're talking to her next Monday and yeah. it is an amazing episode, guys. Like I'm so freaking fired up. Honestly, any of so the good. things we talked about today Monday's episode is going to apply to literally all of them and how to like handle these Ooh. situations. Like, oh my gosh, so true. Didn't these even realize until right now. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you unask? Well, what if you're worried? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, what if, what so if, what things, if, what so if, many what, connections, if, what if, what if, all the what, what if. ifs. Yeah. Yep. So good. So, anyways, we Forget wanted to just kind of have Monday. this conversation surrounding wedding party to just kind of bring it to light that, like, it seems, and it can be sunshine and rainbows and all these really good things. And if you pick your wedding party right, yeah, it can be. It can be a great day. Yeah, establish like your expectations and your boundaries ahead of time with them. And like, hopefully they're there to be beacons of support, but just like make those decisions intentionally and, you know, maybe wait a little bit to ask them to be bridesmaids. Um, you know, you don't have to ask that super soon. Like, Things do change. You'll become closer to other people, grow apart from other people. Like relationships change. Um, don't regret any decisions that you made. Like Chris obviously worked through that himself just earlier in the episode. Like 
He's oh, like, yeah. wow, I'm not friends with any of these people. Like that sucks. And he's like, well, I guess, you know, that is, that was my time of my life at that point. And you know, you can't predict the future. Um, all you can do is like make the best decisions for you right now. Know what your why is behind your wedding and your why behind why you're choosing each of your wedding party or having a wedding party in the first place. And I think you'll be a lot happier in the long run because you have like a North star guiding you throughout all of these like totally. tough decisions. And that's a way side note Choose somebody that's going to be a part of your wedding party. That's going to help guide you like on the right path and the right decisions. And like, they're not trying to plan their own wedding or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you definitely don't want that. Choose the dress. And you I hear like. about that sometimes. Like you can, yeah, here's what, or, or they've been married and they're like, here's what we did. And then they're constantly, which is all good hearted and intention. But again, it's making it about them and not you. Yeah. So these are just all things to just consider. And, Obviously, Chris and I had different approaches on our own days. And so hopefully having a couple of different perspectives is also helpful just for things for you to think about while you're choosing yours or dealing with yours. If you have any wedding uh, planning woes or struggles, you can always feel free to message us and, you know, we can voice text like on Instagram. We can voice message you back what our thoughts are on the situation. Um, Yeah. Take everything with a grain of salt. We're not professionals. <laughs> we're professional photographers and that's about where it goes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing we're pros at. Yeah. So anyways, next Monday. Get ready. Get hype. We'll talk to you then. See ya.